Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove, and we are here on November the 18th, and we are reading through the Bible in a year. We're in the book of Hebrews, so follow along if you can. Otherwise, I'll read it over you, and in the end, I'll give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So here we go, Hebrews chapter 3. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, bearing witness to what would be spoken by God in the future. But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are His house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope in which we glory. So, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts, as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for forty years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end, as has just been said. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Who were they who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished in the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Hebrews chapter 4 Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them, because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed enter that rest just as God has said. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. And again, in the passage above, he says, They shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, and since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set a certain day, calling it today. 
This he did when a long time later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us, therefore, make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. This concludes the reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. What another great set of readings. This writer of Hebrews is telling us that the Jesus, who he began by telling us just his credentials and who he is, also gets us into this rest, this Sabbath rest. Now, I love how the writer first points out that the people of the Old Testament wandering in the wilderness never had the chance to enter the rest of God. Instead, they wandered because they did not listen to God or believe in him. And then, this verse that is so popular, that verse 12 of chapter 4, the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That verse right there is showing how we can understand the Sabbath rest. For when we stop and we obey God, when we listen to his word and allow it to guide us, then we do not end up like those who were in the wilderness wandering around. Instead, we enter God's rest because we understand what it looks like. And who is the one that gave us the example? Well, Jesus himself. By being obedient to death, even death on a cross, he then rested. Not when he died or when he was in the tomb, but after he rose again, he rested in the presence of God Almighty. He was able to go into heaven, sit at his throne, and rest. And if you want rest today, all you have to do is obey God's word. In fact, let's talk about Sabbath for just a moment. You know it's the first commandment out of anything in the Bible, right? Because actually in the Ten Commandments, it says, remember the Sabbath. It's not a new command. It's something that they knew from creation, that when God rested, he told us to rest as well. Yet we like to work and toil and figure out things on our own because it makes us feel important and it makes us feel like we matter. But the truth is, it actually ignores God. And as long as we are going to ignore God, we are never going to understand what his word says and how to follow it. 
So we must be people who follow God's word, allowing it to divide between soul and spirit, joint and marrow. Let it judge the thoughts and attitude of our heart, because nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. So let everything be in front of him the way it is. And as we follow his word, let him see us be people who are obedient, because as we are obedient, he will give us rest. So may you find rest in your obedience to the Lord today. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.